Yeah, Barcelona. It wouldn't shock me if there was a pansexual nature to his game. I'm talking about the Israelites, though. No, it was a bird, an emu. Hello and welcome. We're back. From the ballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode 276. Thank you so much for being a part of our world. I am joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daily. Ed, what's up, dude? Hey, um... I just saw a video of, I think, I don't know what NFL team he's on. He, I think he went to uh, Michigan State, Malik McDowell, and he gets tased by the cops. And he's shouting like, I need to see your supervisor. You know, he's he's fucked up. But this is what, when you tase a Dean Lyman, dude just grabs the tase like the, yeah. the little clamps yeah just rips them off oh yeah i mean he's like, everyone else would be flipping out on the ground right but he's like 260 pounds 300 300 300 they can't set those up to tase 300 pounders because when you get a 128 pound crackhead it would just kill him yeah right i mean that's I true that's true you give you give 300 pound tases to like a, a guy who's a buck thirty, that's oh, yeah. it. You're fucked. Night night termite. Yeah. Um, the end. I want to give a an R.I.P. to something that mattered to me. Mad Magazine. When I was a kid, oh, yeah, loved Mad Magazine. Me too. I thought it was just the best. Like I felt like they were like letting you know that they're gonna bust on things like movies, like we like to do. Yeah, Shit like that. It was it was great. Yeah, and it, I a, understand why it doesn't sure. succeed today, but it was awesome as a kid. Still kind of I, I loved Mad yeah. Magazine. My kid, my my kid's mom bought him a subscription to Mad every year, so he was way into it. And yeah, it's very much like the precursor to South Park, like that sort of um satirical humor you just see everywhere important. and all of us sort of grew up on that magazine and uh it's great it's uh but yeah obviously it's we're in a different time people are playing pokemon and uh it's about right. alfred e newman um <laughs> two more funny things i i saw well this is this is funny because it's so dumb um, there was a clip going around from, I think it's on the Fox business business network or one of those like cable business shows. And a dude said that there was a recent poll that shows 23% of Americans believe they're never going to retire. And this guy goes, isn't that great? That's a great blessing. It's a miracle that Americans, yeah. you know, have that gusto and want to keep working. Right. Yeah. It's like, buddy, no. that's, that's not a good thing. Right. <laughs> What? Worse. We got it. Um, a little tougher these days. 
And finally, yeah. uh, the Daily Beast did a look back. It said, remember the time Garth Brooks went as a sex crazed guy named Chris Gaines and just tried to pretend it was like oh, who could a different forget? person? He's he scrubbed it from the internet, it's my understanding. It's very That's hard crazy. to find what? Chris Gaines information on the internet. What was that? He just he he was so popular. And I don't know if I know two songs by Garth Brooks, but I know he's broken out like every record. You know, um I know Low Places, low places Friends in Low Places. And there's another one. Thunder Rolls. Thunder Rolls. Bring- and the lightning strikes. Bring- I fucking hate Garth Brooks. I hate that I know those songs. I hate that he was ever popular. I hate that I had to go to so many weddings where they would f- play his stupid yeah, but, fucking songs. But what didn't he like break records? Like he was Oh yeah. He was like the biggest thing in college, high school, college time. Like he sold all the records. And like I said, I know one song. The dude has sold so many records. He's so fucking rich. Let's see here. Um, Okay. Top. Who has sold the most records? This is from Business Insider. It's dated this year. Did he top Elvis? Appears that the Elvis, yeah, he, no. So number one, Beatles, 183 million records. Of course, they've been doing That's that. That's surprising because they, they, they didn't put out that many records. They really didn't, and they weren't a band for very long, but they were a long time ago, and their records still sell today. So that's why. Right. So right, they've right. sold 183 million records. Second place, Garth Brooks, one hundred second forty eight million <laughs> records. It's unacceptable. So a million records, I believe, is platinum, right? So he's a yeah. hundred and forty eight times platinum. That means he's got a hundred and forty eight of those platinum records hanging somewhere in his mansion in Oklahoma. He's the worst. His music sucks. I went to, um, I used to have some customers in Memphis and I went there a couple of times. I went to Graceland. That's where the guy ordered two steaks. One for me, one for for my wife. No, that that happened. Something. No, yeah. 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 You don't say his name. I don't want to, don't make me bleep it out again. The one for his wife was actually when he came up to New York City. Oh, okay. Oh man, he fucked himself. I wish I could say his name, but I just you did say his name once, that and it was very difficult for couple. me to bleep. I know you you bleeped it. Yeah. You bleeped it. Um, <laughs> um, but when you go to Graceland yeah. and they have like a warehouse across the street, the amount of platinums you just walk through these hallways. It's just platinum on platinum. It's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, and Garth Brooks has more than that. More than fucking Elvis. Now, Elvis did die, right? but he recorded a long time ago, and he still sells records, I'm sure, except he had to do all those ones that like went along with the movies, those bad movies that he made. Elvis was a pretty yeah, unhappy guy. Speedway. Yeah, because Colonel Tom. Colonel Tom had him just, out there. Just steamrolled him. Working. And there's some theories as to why he was so loyal to Colonel Tom. Oh. Colonel, there's theories that... Colonel Tom had some information on the king. Some 
the kind of information that you didn't share back in the 1970s. Travolta S? Yeah. There's a, um, some strong theories on that. Yeah. I mean, I've read a lot about Elvis. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah. it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if there was a pansexual nature to his game. <laughs> but uh, he was, he was just so emotionally. Oh yeah. He was like a kid. Immature. Yeah. Like he was, he was a, like a real mama's boy. And then he went to high school and was an outcast in high school. And then something like a month after high school, nobody knew him in high school. A month after high school, he goes and records. Yeah. And he's the biggest fucking thing in the world. Immediately. Like immediately. Yeah. Like in the South, he's doing all the, the county fairs. And within like two years, he's a, he's a brand. He was the biggest thing ever. It's crazy. He was so beautiful. I mean, he was very handsome. Didn't my understanding? He didn't write a song. Didn't write a song. Neither did Sinatra. Yeah, didn't write. I was a song. at a speech. I was at a speech not long ago. Oh, my son graduated fifth grade for whatever that yeah. fucking means. Like yeah. moving on to the middle school promotion. And and it was like the principal or somebody said, and as Frank Sinatra once wrote, and I just I I leaned into Michelle. I wanted to scream yeah, out. He didn't wrong, write this. Yeah. I leaned, I leaned into Michelle. I was like, he didn't write my way. He just sung it. Yeah. And it was his worst song. Yeah. So get out of here. Dad. I'm pretty over uh, Frank Sinatra. I know it's sacrilege and all of it, but I'm, if I never heard another Frank Sinatra, if I never heard summer wind again, I am completely pretty fine good with song. that. I mean, it for is the for the background of a restaurant or something. I'm fine with that. And keep in mind, I live in fucking Hoboken, oh, New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. It's where he's from. Of, he's from yeah, there. That's, yeah, so like restaurants here, go to an Italian restaurant here. I'm going to hear Frank Sinatra. Yeah. So it's it's kind of background music. Yeah. But he was a huge piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, yeah. my grandfather grew up in the town next door, and yeah. he's like, everybody knew Frank Sinatra because he was a piece of shit. Yeah. He was, he was like the, the bully kind of guy who was kind of famous for – uh, low level, big band kind of. Yeah. He was the guy who hooked up with Tommy Dorsey, but but it was known he was a terrible dude who was going to have people beaten up. Yeah, he was he Johnny was. Fontaine, the fucking Godfather. Yes. You know, we know yeah, what, we terrible. know what he was about. Bad dude. Fucked a lot of chicks though. He did. He, he did. Um, I decided. So the women's nat. We took a lot of shit for this, and. Eggs on our face. Because I, the I found myself, I watched the whole thing and was pulling for him big time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of got behind him too. I got to admit, I was pretty sexually attracted to that Alex Morgan. It's like, I can't. I was I can't too, and, and the, the backup to uh, Rapino, who yeah. scored in the, in the semifinal. Yeah. I, was, I was a fan. There's a couple cuties on the team. But I've decided there's something... But I did giggle when somebody told me that that um, that the U.S. women's national team, like recently, in a tune-up, lost five to nothing to a um, uh, boys fifteen and under all-star team. 
Oh, no. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But this, I, mean, not, I don't even know that's if that's true. true. That's just information I got. That sounds not true. I know. Maybe. I, 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 will, say, I will say this, and I, we have a couple of soccer stories. Yeah. But what I will say is when you watch women's soccer versus men's, oh, yeah. feels like you're watching the same thing. Oh, does it? When you watch, when you watch women's basketball oh, versus God. men's. They shoot set shots. I, I, I know. I know. They like if you see a three point contest with women, they'll they'll kick ass. But if you're watching the game, it just it doesn't feel like the same thing. Soccer, it feels like the same thing. Uh, yeah, they're they're making athletic plays that that look like the same sport. Basketball, it's it's like below the rim versus above the rim. It's just two different sports. They uh, and there's this whole thing where they're like pay them the same as the um, men, and I totally agree with that. Definitely. Pay- <laughs> Yeah, or pay them more or whatever, or just bo- pay them both nothing. Like, they're amateurs. Why are they – shouldn't they get paid at their regular oh, job? I mean, the amount of people that are making money off of this team, yeah. they deserve to get paid. Do, um, do Olympic gymnasts get paid to go yes. to the Olympics? Oh, they do? They don't, oh, okay. they don't get paid right. for their training. And I, oh, I or the swimmers, hey, I'll give a speech on behalf of Speedo, yeah. but really Speedo's giving right. you like, right. you know. Yeah, 200 grand sneak it in there everybody gets paid in, uh, in preparation for this was in 2017 now so in preparation for two upcoming friendlies against russia the women's u.s national team played the fc dallas u15 boys academy team on sunday and fell five to two so i was wrong it wasn't five to nothing it was five to two oh, that's bad <laughs> i mean it's not really it's not even the same it's completely yeah different. The Hoboken has this, the Spanish teams, Barcelona, Real Madrid. Yeah, Barcelona. The, they have this tournament where the, the U12 teams come over here because we're right, like the backdrop of where you play is the New York City skyline. And so the Spanish, every June, the Spanish TV cameras come in and they film La Liga tournament. Yeah. And the host team. So the Red Bulls, they have they field their own team, yeah, which is you know the organization my son is a part of, right? And the Red Bulls, we watched the game and they lost like eight nothing. Like it's 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 just no comparison. Do the America, Red Bulls have Wayne Rooney? Oh, and he's on DC. He's on DC. Yeah. No, but this is the U twelve team. But oh, the right. kids, oh yeah, it's just there's yeah. no comparison yeah. because in America it's pay to play, right? You they, fork out like twelve hundred dollars to have your kid play, whereas. Uh, over there, they identify the best talent, yeah. and they're not playing basketball; it's, they're playing soccer. It's their national sport. Like it's not—it's a way of life over there. It's never going to be the same. It just isn't. The best athletes here are never going to play soccer. Could you imagine if LeBron James played soccer? He'd be a bad motherfucker. But he's the right. one of the fucking greatest freaks of nature the world has ever known. He would fuck it up at soccer, but he's a basketball player, right? Makes forty million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've decided, as much as I was not on board, I didn't watch any games or anything for the women's national team. There's something that I hate much, much more, and that is Joe Buck. Of course, that is All Star Home Run Derby. It is so dumb. It's like kind of it's kind of enjoyable to like watch one guy's worth of it. Last night, I can't remember, I was out somewhere, and it was, oh, I was at the gym. I was at the gym, 
And then, and I'm like, oh, home run derby's on. Oh, Jock Peterson, that's pretty cool. He's hitting a lot of home runs, probably going to go in a slump for the rest of the season. I'm like, all right, it's on. And then I came home and I made dinner and I did all this stuff, took a shower, had all these things happen. And I turn on the TV and it was like two and a half hours later and they were still fucking doing batting practice and it was still on TV. It was as long as a game, an actual game. (laughs) You know what? That, (laughs) well, two things I I didn't watch. um, I know my son wanted to watch and so I recorded it (laughs) and then I asked him if he wanted to watch this morning and he didn't. So it's a long watch. Yes. But, but, uh, I I thought of recording it for my son because Chase Stu is pretty into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, was Chase Stu tweeting about it? I saw a tweet about Peterson or something. He, I'm pretty sure I saw Chase Stu, and then it reminded me. But uh, you know, he gets pretty into the Dodgers. He's really, he's really mad. I keep forgetting to ask him. He's. Ex- Extremely mad online about Manny Machado. Manny Machado's done something else to anger him. He's so mad yeah. at him online, right? Because he was allowed to and get get paid, right? But he was mad at him because he, no, he was mad at him when he was a Dodger because he was doing things the wrong way. And I pointed out that yeah, unwritten rules. Yeah, he broke some unwritten rules. I pointed out that he he's like they're the he's the reason they lost the World Series. And I go. Oh, he was there, uh, the leading hitter for the Dodgers while he was on the team and nobody hit in the world series. So I don't, I can't really, you can't really put it on him. He's like, no, it's just the way he played. I don't know. He has some reasoning behind it. It's, I love Manny. We gotta get oh, him I, on. I, I love him. It's a good player. You know, he's very brash, but that's, that's how they do it these days. Like that's not the big deal. Oh, another RIP. It's a lot of people were tweeting this today at us. RIP. H. Ross Perot. And also, lost the H. The, yeah, the H kind of faded. The H was Nobody. there. H was there for quite a while. He's running for president. He was H. Ross Perot. And then he's just Ross Perot. And also, he fucking died in 2019. And he was 89. <laughs> what? How about the picture? How about when we were tweeting out yeah. and I tweeted, here's Christy Brinkley, yeah. three years older than that. Yes. he's He was in his early 60s when he was running for president, H. Ross. He had the, he had the brill cream going. He, he, he did not look like a man of south of 80. Uh, no. <laughs> he looked real old. Uh, but he was kind of um, – he was kind of ahead of his time, not ahead of his time in the sense that he wasn't the only person saying this, but he did have a lot of these fat cats in Washington and lobbyist bullshit. Uh, he was talking about this in the early 90s, and this is when we really could have got a fucking handle on this shit rather than just fucking let it proliferate into just absolute fucking nonsense like it is today. Um, so give it up for H. Ross Pro. And remember he had that guy, he had that running mate that uh he was like a general or something an admiral uh oh yeah yeah uh, stockdale yes william stockdale yeah (laughs) and uh, what's his name uh 
Hartman did a great Admiral Stockdale. <laughs> he, he kept did, screaming out, gridlock. He did. And, and Dana Carve this is really the golden age of Saturday Night Live for, for my opinion. Uh, Dana Carvey did H. Ross Perot. It was great. Um, so RIP. And if you get a chance, go find that picture of H. Ross Perot when he's driving his cigarette boat in Texas with Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin on board because what? it's, it's one of the, yeah, it's out there. You can look it up. Uh, that was one of my all time favorite moments in the zeitgeist is H. Ross Perot driving his big ass cigarette boat with Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> That's an amazing thought. Yeah. That's uh, like a uh, mad lips. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. You just don't think it exists, and yet there it is. Uh, okay, let's do let's let's catch up on the voicemails with the people here. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tit. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Whoa, he's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, Manuel. Somebody, uh, no calls from Manuel this week, as far as I know, unless something's hit us late. Somebody was, um, somebody was texting me the other day that they were in CVS or the grocery store or something, and that the actual Taylor Swift song came on, and they were just singing along with the Manuel lyrics. You know, I went, I've heard that song in CBS or places, and it's not Taylor Swift's song anymore. No, it isn't. It can't be. It isn't. No, it's it's Manuel and Gardenia. Uh, okay, let's see what's going on here on the voicemail. Hey, guys, what's up? Kate, it's uh, Dave in Salt Lake. Hey, you were just talking about Brian. I would never go as far as to call you a monster um, about uh, Travis's eating behaviors in the bagel. Oh, yeah, this is a big deal. I play golf with our our friend of the show, Travis Rogers, the other day, and he's like, hey, somebody just played a podcast where you slandered me. And uh, now all I did was tell the truth. He, he eats Buttig brand turkey. He calls it turkey. It's like imitation turkey while he's in the store. And sometimes he'll just grab a fucking dry-ass bagel while he shops and walk around and eat it in the store. And I told that story here. Um, you're talking about diabolical behavior and outside the norm. But last week, you were discussing... Not wearing deodorant. That's right. So I'm just trying to figure out where that fits in uh, hey. with the norms. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, if you're not going to wear deodorant, just uh, another question. Why wear it once every t- – I'm not trying to be funny. Why yeah. Why wear it every once every once every two weeks? It's a legitimate get question. Full Matthew McConaughey, yeah. get yourself a Lincoln, and yeah. just own it. Just yeah. say, you know what? I smell good. I know it. <laughs> and, and rock that shit. You know, don't don't put the deodorant on once every two weeks. Just uh, just you know, you know, ro- own it, yeah. rock it. I don't wear deodorant. I smell good, and yeah, and that's it. He's so, got a point. Uh, anyway, just wanted wrong. to uh, touch on that and uh, ask that question. 
why every two weeks? Um, trying to picture also the break room. I'm not, I don't know your work setting, but, uh, you know, no deodorant on and, uh, heating up the, the fish in the microwave. Yeah, and, yeah, I do that. You know, it's been a long day so far and no deodorant. So just, just like I said, never call you monster. Love you, but got to get an answer to that question. And, uh, you guys have a great fourth. All of you take care. Bye. Well, I mean, David makes a point there and I, I don't really have an answer for it. I just kind of like most days just never felt like I needed it. And once in a while I'd see it over there on the shelf, Got a little shelf like next to my sink in the bathroom. And I'm like, maybe I'll just put some of that on. But David neglects <laughs> to mention that the whole point is, is that fancy sauce has got, has found me a new kind of deodorant that I kind of like. It goes on very smooth and I was using this one like coconut oil one and it was like real chunky. So it would get caught up in the hairs. And so that was, oh, no, yeah. So that, that was, sounds pretty gross. Yeah, it was pretty gross. So I was, I would have, it would get caught up in the hairs and then I'd have to go in there with the fingertips and kind of like smooth it around. But I'm not one of these sweaty, smelly people. I'm just not. I just, it's just not my nature. Um, but lately I have been wearing it every day. It does smell kind of good. Um, but no, no comments either direction. Uh, hey, you stink or hey, you smell good. Neither. I just, I just, uh, I don't know. It's not really an issue for me. But, uh, yeah, thanks for that, David. Here's another one. Hey guys, uh, quick question. What kind of, this is LSU. LSU's become a weekly. Yeah, he's, he's right in there. Brings the good content. And this, I noticed this is only 30. I, you may have noticed it. David Bray got a little long-winded there. He was being funny, but he was repeating a lot of the same stuff. Uh, this LSU, he's in and out of here in 30 seconds, which is what I like. Feeding schedule is Travis Rogers on that <laughs> he cannot go to a grocery store and not chow down while he's walking through the aisles. It's a big topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny feeding schedule. Yes. Like he's a fucking animal. Yeah. So the people <laughs> have a lot of opinions. He's a strange guy. You know, it is. It's an odd thing to do. Just Go in there and just start fucking cracking on the food. Just load up the cart, get the bag the food up, drive it to your fucking domicile, and then eat whatever the fuck you want out of the bags. You don't need to. You don't need to eat it in the aisles of the store. I mean, they're also, start weighing. Don't him. you want to wash your hands? Oh, that too. When you're touching oh a God. shopping cart. Yes. yes. Jesus. Don't even. Get Have me you going seen people? That. They're disgusting. Don't even get me going. Wash your that. fucking hands. Yes. Don't even. I, I'm. I'm a, not. I'm not a compulsive hand washer. But when I walk in the house, I immediately wash my hands. It's just always right, do it. Right. But yeah. a grocery shopping cart. Your hands have touched everybody's asshole. Disgusting. If you, if disgusting. you touch a grocery. Cart. I'm not. No. I'm not a wipe down the cart. Monster, hey, let me just stop I, directly in front of the doorway and wipe down the car. Yeah, I'm not that person, yeah. but I'm not eating no, anything. No, I totally agree. With you're that. touching, you're touching that, then you're touching, it, no. you're just touching nope. things that have touched nope. other people. Nope. You need to wash. No, I'm with you. Uh, when he leaves to make sure that he's paying for everything he's eating, I mean, who the fuck eats a bagel walking through a grocery store? That's, that's just sick. Yeah. I mean. Brian, please check Brian. on your boy. Make sure there is nothing wrong with him. I think this may be a cry for help. No, he's I've, uh, I've unsliced, got, just yeah, just unsliced. like biting into it like an animal, like the at the top side. You're not, just not toasted. Not, like you can't even. What, what do you break it? Well, up, break it apart. Well, I will say, 
I'm not a hundred percent of a toasted guy because sometimes you get the ones that just came out of the oven. Oh yeah, that's good. That's you good. don't toast that. We put a little butter on it or something, right? A little butter, a little right? Cream right, cheese. but I'm, but I'm yeah. saying I don't I don't throw. If I go to the the bagel place, yeah, and it has just came come out of the oven, you don't and need, it's like soft. Doesn't need to be. You don't toasted. need to toast. It's already warm. Yeah, no, I get that. I get. But that. you gotta yeah. slice it and put something on it. What? What? Yeah. That's that's serial killer behavior. No, I totally agree with you, hundred percent. Let's see this next one. Yeah, I'm sensing a theme here amongst this week's voicemailers. Hey guys, Maddie V here. Um, I just want to say thanks for the no dong episode. It was getting out of control the past few weeks. So this is regular becoming regular caller Maddie V. He's called before a couple times, yeah. and he's got a problem with dong talk. Yeah, he's thanking Dongs us. Dongs are funny. They're he's, funny. He's thanking us for not discussing dongs when it was when that was by accident. And I unconf- hope we have dongs in here. Unconfirmed. Like somebody just threw because a lot of times when people will be like, LOL, and they'll say something that we said on the show, and I'll be like, Did I say that? I don't remember. It's once I do once I say it, it's gone. So someone's like, you didn't talk about any dongs on the last episode. And I'm, I just yeah, take, no take the word for it. Yeah. I mean, I assume that uh, I assume that that's true, but also people don't listen as closely as they think they do. And a lot of times people will miss big chunks of what we talk about because they're, you know, jacking yeah, off. You're or driving or yeah. you're driving or doing something you're on else a run. at the gym and you forget about mowing the lawn. How about that guy Lee in uh super Lee in, in, uh, <laughs> In Drop, Minnesota, the word acreage on yeah, us. He was dunking on our ass. He's like, "Yeah, I was listening to your show on my tractor," and we're like, "What tractor?" He's like, "Yeah, when you have acreage, you need a tractor." And I was, I felt so dunked on in my sixteen hundred so square foot domicile. Like, sixteen hundred, <laughs> living the big life. Yeah, that's big time over here. Oh, I'm at like thirteen seventy. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> at, um, and also like uh, T Raj. I also eat while I'm in the grocery store going through. Um, sometimes it's chips or like salami what? or deli meat. What? But there's one item that I always treat myself to. Um, it's a fried chicken drumstick. No. And <laughs> I don't, I also don't like to touch my food when I eat oh, like, of, like OCD and shit. So I hold the drumstick part with like the, the small bag they give it to me in and I eat it with that. Um, so then I have the cashier just throw the bag Slightly better. me up, and my hands are clean, and you know I have a little treat, and um, yeah. So uh, I'm all about the grocery store eating. Like, you're a monster, especially when you're like, oh, here's the greasy remnants of a fucking chicken bone. I just ate a piece of chicken. Here's that. Charge me for it, and also please dispose of it. What the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah, I I would think somebody has already put you on a watch list. Yes. Where is right? the That's shame? Not... Wait, is this, is this All-Star game being played in Cleveland? They fucking play the All-Star game in Cleveland every year. How many fucking, how many All-Star games are we going to have in Cleveland? Is it just does it, is it like the College World Series where it's just always there? It's just Omaha. Yeah, yes. I just I'm, I'm looking right now, and it this this does look like Cleveland, right? It's in, it is in Cleveland. It's been confirmed. Cleveland. They just <laughs> had one there. I, I'm sure of it was last year. Yes, I'm telling you. I made a tweet about this. 
It's either it's either every year or every other year or pretty much every year. It's in Cleveland. One more email or voicemail. Brian Ed, hey man, it's Drew in Houston. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this last night, but uh, the Mexican fan at the soccer game with the Chingas y Madre T-shirt is yes. the yeah, best. That's great. I love Mexican <laughs> soccer players. I live in Houston. This is the capital of Mexico, as everybody knows. I'm not Mexican, but I wish I were. Yeah. Only because then I could get away with wearing a shirt that says Chingas y Madre in a public place. That's pretty great. Anyway, guys, talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, I did. I think Drew sent that to me on Twitter, and I enjoyed it. It's, it is a delightful look. Yeah, it's great. Good for them. Then their Mexican wrestling masks and all the above. They very much enjoy their sport games. Okay. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Quick, quick email, and then we'll get into some sports topics. Brian, Ed, and Kate. Last week, I was in New Orleans. Oh, I Great, I, I, great, great city. I read a little bit of this, and that's why I decided not – this is why I decided not to include it in the Kate portion of the program because <laughs> even though it's a dress – Usually, a turn. if it's a dress to her, I'll try to – put it down there low. I don't really read these things, but I saw enough of the words in this to know that I would not be including it in her segment of the show while walking around in the heat. Oh, it is hot in the summer. I went last summer. I was forced to use a bar bathroom to go poops. <laughs> what? <laughs> to go. He had poops. to go skid the pan. I got a real problem with this. What is the etiquette when you know there will be noise? Do you just don't give AF and let it rip? Or do you wait to have the room to yourself? Thanks. Dean, the first ballot TBLS Hall of Famer. (laughs) Thank you for that. I haven't heard from Dean in a while. Ed, what's your what's your protocol here? I I would Ideally, you'd like to have the room to yourself, but there's yeah. no guarantees yep. that it'll ever happen. Yep. So what are you just going to hover there forever? Yep. And I'm a hover guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was at, at work at an office. I would build a nest. Double gasket. Because it was somewhat civilized compared to just Thunderdome. They're like just a random bar. Yep. But if I'm, if I'm, if I have to drop anchor at a bar, it's. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a hover. I, I can't get there. Yeah. And I'm going to flush while it's happening if it's a big one. Ooh, I can't. Wow. Got a system. I can't. Yeah, because I just – I try to time out that noise. That's no, it's I got pretty you. bad. I got you. Um, first of all, Dean, I hate this email. <laughs> Oops. Two, if I, I avoid this at all costs. I like to have my own setup. I have a I have a cleaning ritual that I like to do. I like to be very clean. If yeah. I'm fo- somewhere where I'm forced to shit in public, I do the I can't hover because I can't get the leverage. So I do the patented uh, double gasket technique, which is one one with the flap to the front, obviously to protect the dong, and then one with the flap to the back, just in case, just in case anything wants yeah. to crawl from out of you know I'm protected there as well. And it really, Better safe than sorry. Yeah, it really sure. depends on the severity. If I'm if I'm shitting in public, not not um to go poops. If I'm if I'm out there and I and something's happening where I got to do it in public, it's 
it's pretty dire. And in that case, I don't really fucking care who hears or sees or anything. It's, it's got to come out of me and that's why I'm doing it in public. But if it's not like an absolute emergency, I'll just kind of linger and just see, see if I get a window, you know, just kind of like peruse the sitch. Okay. There's one guy, he's washing his hands. I'll hold up here a second and then, then I'll let it go as he walks out. But if it's, you know, if I'm going in public, it's, it's because there's something that's got to come out. But also, I'm not one of these disgusting people that has a lot of noises come out of them when they're evacuating. It's usually a qu- especially if it's a if it's a an emergency situation, it's a very stealthy, very quiet, very quick. Not a lot of here concern for noises because I don't. I don't make gross noises with my body very often. Well, here here's where I feel like if I'm doing it in public, yeah, it's it's a bad it's a, it's, you, it's you're hungover, dire, yeah. and so that's the type of situation where yeah. things could it's, sound a no, little I ugly. I, I get it. To me, and and I I always when I'm making the the uh, cross transatlantic flight, Oof, yeah, my streak is on the line. Yeah. I have never. Never had an aerial shit. Not oh, once in my life. I haven't. It's awful because the bathroom's so small. Yeah, I've never done it, and I I will not. I mean, this is I'll white knuckle the shit out of that. But I my worst moment was I was at the JFK airport Oof. and really just was not thinking. I was in my twenties. I was flying direct Oof. to to Hong Kong. And I had myself some McDonald's at the airport. Ooh, that a lot of times that's all there is to eat in airports. And I gotta say, the last like six hours were real tough. Yeah, because I, I mean, you're you're in the air for almost a day. Yeah, you can't. No. So my streak is I I, I will avoid the outdoor action at, at all costs. But if it's coming, I. Yeah, it's no. usually not good. No, you let it go. I get it. I understand. Um, well, no thanks for that, Dean. Uh, Ed, let's <laughs> let's get into it. Let's uh, let's talk a little sports. My name is Brian. <coughs> they call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hedero Life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Apropos of this first story, that guy we talked about last week that set the record yes. for a 70-year-old marathoner could, and this isn't funny, couldn't take the shame and he offed himself here uh, off a bridge over the LA River earlier this week. R.I.P. Yeah, it's sad, but it yeah. did make sense well, when yeah. I read that story because uh, – yeah. Somebody who's cheating at seventy-year-old races. There's a cry for help there. Yeah, there's something. There's something going on in that person's brain chemistry that's just not normal. 
hundred percent agree. Uh, what what is in more distance running news? What's happening, Ed? Yeah, so a distance runner, I believe he's Ethiopian. He celebrated a victory one lap too early and ended up finishing in tenth place. And I saw the video. He he he's on the inside uh, lane, and then he does the arms raised in the air as they're ringing the bell. Uh, I, I, it was it a complete mental lap. lock. Yeah, it means yeah. one more lock. Yeah. He raises his arms yeah. and just kind of goes out to the last lane, like with his arms in the air, yeah. and everybody's just chugging by. Yeah. And uh, there's no recovering from that. You can't you can't just start up again. No. So everybody passed him. It's it's pretty good to to look at the video. Just Google that because he totally fucked it up. But that being said, anytime those races are on, and you know, I love I love track and field and the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. But those races, you don't pay attention to the last lap or lap and a half. These distance races, I don't understand why they have to be on a track because if you're doing like a 10k, yeah. It's just endless laps. It's so boring. I mean, it's all this guy does, so he should have yeah. known. Yeah. He should have been able to count. But it's it's if you're watching at home, unless they say six laps to go, five laps to go, you have no idea. Right. Right. I mean, I never understand. I I get that there's a huge market for car racing. No, so boring. But if you're watching, if you're watching, how do you know who's winning? Everybody's just kind of going around the track. Right. And the whole pit strategy. Pit and now stops. it takes like two seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so boring. But I feel sort of the same way about uh, regular season NBA basketball, where it's like, just send me. This is, we need to start this app. Somebody write this down. Somebody with app skills. And this is going on tape. So that, and it's probably already invented because every time I come up with one of my brilliant app ideas, like the Ask a Man app, that's an app you give your wife when they have a hard decision to make and you're not around, they, they click onto this app and they can ask any question to a man with common sense and they'll, and that man will tell them what to do. Um, that was one of my app ideas. Here's my app idea, Ed. Two minutes left. That's it. You get a reminder. You get a notification. A Hawks Bucks. Two minutes left. And then you turn on your TV and watch the last two minutes. Because if it's not a game, nobody's trying. Right. If it's if it's the if it's the beginning of the third quarter, they're fucking sandbagging it. NBA, it's a long season. It's boring. These guys are bored. So they don't and, really D up until the last two minutes. It's basically like the all-star game every game in the regular season. Give me a two-minute app. Two minutes left in the Laker game. Turn it on. I'm and this that. year proved, this year proved, Kawhi, I think he rested about 15 games during the regular yeah, he season. he played 60 games. Or even more. He rested 22 games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it works. Yeah. Because what would be the point? As long as your team is in the playoffs right. – Exactly right. Just rest them. Yeah. Two minute app. Somebody make that and I want a hundred percent of ownership and then we can negotiate once you make it. Two minute app. Uh, okay. What else? Ed? All right. So when um, the women won on Sunday, the, the world cup, yeah. uh, Bleacher Report 
posted this really weird graphic with the hashtag one nation, one team. And then it was like a collage of people. And it had pictures of 15 of the 23 women on the soccer team. Oh, like Megan Rapino and yeah. my girl um, Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan and whoever else is on the team. Yeah, yeah, the other Rose famous people. something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, but then the graphic, it was like a collage of people. It had the cast of Modern Family, Friends, <laughs> Why? Stranger Things, <laughs> Brad, Brad Pitt, <laughs> Zach Efron. A couple of the men's soccer player uh-huh. players, Kendrick Lamar, Iron Man, so like a, just a character, what? not a real person. <laughs> Oprah, LeBron, Kobe, yes. Ellen, Tom uh-huh. Cruise from the movie Top Gun. He's wearing his fighter jacket. Yeah, uh, and several others. And then after a couple of hours of ridicule, being like, "You didn't even get all the women in this collage," and yeah. what's yeah. What's Brad Pitt doing closer than half the team? It just took it down. So Bleacher Report, <laughs> once again, is trash. But is it – so this is like a gritty situation, right, where they – where it's so ridiculous, they know it's going to get a lot of coverage, and that's the point. Like I don't fe- – I, you know, Bleacher Report is just about exploiting right. writers. Right. They're not. They're not really about – advanced thought i think they just exploiting people yeah so it's just like whatever they just do whatever and then uh, and then it's like a mistake and they're like well because they they just repurpose other people's content anyways a lot of the time so maybe they're like they just saw let's get toby ellen and iron man together yeah i just have it in there what (laughs) that's pretty good well let's let's stay with that u.s women's team and and they're just trying to get paid equally which is insane because the men have uh, – they finished third once like 60 years ago, 80 years ago. Yeah. And they're just never – they're never relevant. No. They're and the not. women are fucking dominant. They've won four of the last however many since 1991 World Cups. And think of how much money they've made U.S. soccer yeah. and all these ratings versus they, the men. They got a 10 share. In right, the, ra- the men the, don't, the make, final. don't They get zero shares. Yeah, yeah they get nothing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Fox, uh, Fox's Jesse Waters said the U.S. team was hurting their equal pay case because of their behavior. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Like, there's got you can't be too uppity. You're getting a little no. uppity there, so you can't I- expect to get paid if you're going to be uppity in your win. Shut the fuck up. Continue. I, uh, I, I, I still stand by it. I went on record saying I didn't like the running up the score against Thailand. I know, I agree with that. But I, did, I had no problem with celebration, sipping the tea oh, against I England. I liked it better and, when and, I thought she was lighting up a doobie, though. But still, yeah. I still like the sipping of the but tea. I found myself Sunday night on Twitter, Instagram, just – I loved looking at all the celebration. It was mostly Alex Morgan dancing pretty dirty, but – I love her. I I love the locker room of just them. Just it was like a, a men's locker room. They're just getting drunk and just screaming shit and dancing. It was it was fun. Like that. That's the cause for. I mean, Jesse Waters is a huge piece of shit. But I thought that was that's what's hurting their equal pay case because they're they're having fun with being the best in the world. So fucking stupid. Flip all the bats you want. Sip all the tea. Who gives a fuck? Just celebrate. It's. 
2019. Who fun. gives a fuck? It's the icky shuffle. Right. Nobody got mad about the icky shuffle. Like, it's fine. Relax. Right. If they were doing those dances in the Netherlands locker room, I would say that's kind of shitty. Just let them celebrate on their own and yeah. don't get in people's face. They were just celebrating on their own. They were having a great time and they were all fucking drunk because if you're an elite athlete, they've probably been doing nothing but soccer for months and months and months. And so they clearly could not handle their booze because yeah. I mean, it was, it was a half hour after the game and they were all housed. And they were probably, I heard they got like their um, wind share was like 200 grand per, which is a right. pretty, pretty nice haul. But the, the men's World Cup final champion gets like one point, one point seven. Oh, France! Yeah, each. yeah. I think they got one point eight. Yeah, one point eight. Plus, they make they make all that money because they're pros. They're all making twenty million a year anyway. Come on, right, right. Pay the girls. Right. Uh, let's take it to the NBA now. Doc Rivers, the coach of the Clippers, they've had a, a good off season, um, and he's excited to have Paul George on the team. And uh, a website called Black Sports Online pointed out Paul George is the guy who once cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter with a stripper on a yacht, then allegedly tried to pay her a million dollars for an abortion, but eventually fell in love with with her. Now they have two kids. When are we getting – Now Doc Rivers is going to coach him. Yeah, this needs to be a screenplay. Like how is – that's the greatest story (laughs) I've ever heard that he – It is – he cheated on the coach's daughter. I mean, not his coach at the time, but his coach now. He, che- but also Doc, like Doc was a player, you know. If his daughter, oh, yeah, if his daughter's going to date an athlete, I imagine as a dad, you got to sit down and have a serious conversation about what it's like to be an NBA basketball player, especially yeah, a well, star. I- I did. I did a little digging around. Doc's daughter now it might even be engaged. Yeah. To Steph Curry's brother, Seth. Oh, Curry. but they're very nice. The Currys, like they're, um, yeah. you know, Steph's a family man, so I could see that. I could, I could see that being a good place to land. If I were, if my daughter were um, dating a, an NBA basketball player, I would just get. Um, I would find. J.R. Smith's text exchange, that one hoochie that was trying to get it, trying to get the pipe. You trying to get the pipe? Because that's that's like really a really a good way. Of, if you're getting in with an NBA player, get that money because yeah, yeah. you know those guys have yeah. dirty dicks. They spend it. They spend it, and they're you're gonna have to share it with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been a big story, Ed. And Huge. Somebody even texted me a, a photo of police officers guarding the ice cream case yeah. in Texas. Bluebell, Bluebell, which I believe was struck with a listeria 
outbreak not too many years ago at one of their facilities and had to recall a bunch of ice cream because people were getting very sick from it. They're the jack in the box of uh, of ice cream. Yeah, now there now there's a there's a licking situation happening, isn't there? Yeah, somebody's licking and the Texas police are guarding the ice cream aisle in certain supermarkets. Amazing. Because a viral video of somebody licking the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Seems like a bit much. And they were talking about serious jail time. It's awful. Somebody's licking my food. I'm I'm not okay with it. Yeah. But this is where the hard on for increasing the prison population we got yeah this is this is give them a shitload of community service yeah do something do something to help i mean we're, we're gonna do hard time here yeah this is like this is um tide pods or um your your children are um inhaling they're um they're soaking tampons in uh, grain alcohol and shoving them up their asses, much like the guys at the Pike House in Tucson do on the regs. It's like, yeah, it's somebody did lick a fucking gallon of ice cream and took a picture of it. Okay, but it's not like this. This do we need scourge. our cops assigned to the the dairy right. or the frozen line. Right, exactly, and also did the did the tie the uh, Tylenol. Murders? Not. I thought everything had to be fucking wrapped up. Every time I go to Trader Joe's, and you get something that's like a uh, like a Greek yogurt or something, you go to open it and it's got that. It's got that. It's got the plastic. That thin plastic. And hey, tr- hey, Trader Joe, how about you put a fucking flap on one edge of the plastic so I can get my thumb and forefinger a hold of something so I can actually peel it off rather than try to with my fingernails grab a little edge at some point that I can never do. And then eventually I got to get out a fucking knife and cut open your stupid fucking packaging. What, how come they don't, how how come Bluebell doesn't do this where they put the, you know, put a little, put a little something over the top so, so that, you know, or even around, you know, that they have the outside on some things where they put the, I like that one better where they put the plastic around the outside and then you rip the little perforated Part, and then you just then you pull the whole uh, circle of plastic off the top. Why not have that? Like, yeah, ha- have a little I, safety I appreciate measure. A little help, a little help when yeah. I'm opening a product. Yeah, just let me know. Just let me know. Now, I don't want as Larry David's made famous this fucking blister packaging. I don't want that on anything where it's no. like the hard plastic, and there's actually. Like it's so hard to open. You could, how about opening a, a package of double A batteries? Yeah, it's you, you, fucking thing. hard. Yeah, you got you got to get out a, a sharp, thick, heavy razor blade. Not one of those like little the, thin ones. Or the junk drawer scissors. Yeah, or you got or you need a strong ass set of scissors. There's like YouTube's where they're like, actually, you should use a can opener and get a clinch on the side of the plastic. Now that's overkill. But yeah, some, come some, on. Like, something thin. And easy to remove. So, because basically you just want to see that it hasn't been fucked with. And odds but, are it hasn't but been But the fucked ice cream, with. Yeah. ice cream, you should have that seal. And if you bring Thin ice seal. cream home and you see the seal is broken, yep. just take it back. Right back to the store. Right. We don't need guards in the, in the frozen aisle yeah. and we don't need long prison sentences. No. Just 
it's overkill. You know, it's a bit much. Overkill. Uh, there was a Hong Kong woman who had some constipation, and uh, I guess <laughs> really pushing it out yeah. uh, might have caused her amnesia. Oh, Amnesia's. Amnesia is like quicksand, right? 80s, 80s sitcoms. Right. <laughs> there was amnesia. Uh, there is something happening in a movie we will discuss soon that I noticed and is a very 80s thing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Can't. On Friday, we're going to do a little, little advanced oh, thing. Oh, oh, and, oh, yeah. Exciting. And there's an 80s thing that I was certain would happen in adulthood. It never happens. It happened. Yeah. No. Well, amnesia is one of those things. Like amnesia, you're making it up. This is also like when people come out of a coma and they have an accent. Like they're just they're just fucking with you. Like that's not really true. Although the brain is kind of a trip. Like weird yeah, shit's happening in there. I would love to use this the, this as an excuse because you know there are times where you just want to take a shit and the kids are real annoying. I mean, as they get older, yeah, yeah. not so much. But there are times. Wouldn't it be great if you go in? And they're just bothering you, and you come out, and you're like, I have no fucking clue who you who people are. You? Just walked out. Where'd you come <laughs> just leave. From? What's your name? Who are you? Yeah. I don't know who you are. I'm leaving. Leave me alone. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Uh, Florida is in the news again. <sighs> uh, a Florida principal was reassigned after refusing to call the Holocaust a factual historic event. Hmm. Wow. What's the end game? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are there are books in your school, right? Right. There, and um, there's lucky for us, like you don't really have to like the questioning of the Holocaust. You don't really have to um, argue too much about it because the perpetrators of the Holocaust actually kept. Very detailed records of their holocausting. Right, they were they were the best note takers. Right, they wrote everybody's name down. They told you and all the all the different experiments they were doing on people. Like very very clear. They told you what chemicals they use. Like it's all fucking written down for you guys if you want to check yeah. it out. And I would bet I don't I don't I have not dug deep into this subject or the guy who was reassigned and reassigned. He should be fired. Reassigned. Is this now we play by Catholic church rules. We just move this guy somewhere else who denies the Holocaust. But I would bet that principle believes there was a, uh, a magician who wore a robe a couple thousand years ago that turned water into wine. And I bet like he's, he's worried about the proof of the Holocaust, which is there. Yeah. Yes. But he's. I bet. I would bet this guy knows. There's. There's a guy named JC who turned water into wine. Yeah, and he wants that written into their science books and their right. history books. Like this. Here's something that did happen. This guy. He made. He. This guy. He turned fishes into loaves. Also, why can't they just eat the fish? Because right. fish is a healthy protein. You know, it might not be right. everybody's cup of tea, but. Bread, that's just fucking empty calories. You'd much rather, if you're trying to survive out in the desert. Hey, hang on a second. You got fish? If there's one thing you cannot deny, Jesus had a kick-ass set of abs. 
That's true. The <laughs> bread was the bread was not affecting those abs. Well, for him, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking about the Israelites, though. Like he, no, he was fine. Jesus had it no, going on. I looked amazing. Abs. He's very handsome, well put together, yeah. dude. The original CrossFitter. Yeah. Um, uh, this, you know, a couple people sent this to you. Oh, a lot of people. Merces are the new hot accessory for men, and the question is, Brian. Have you or will you go the Merce route? So this is interesting because everybody knows that I've long ago, I'm, I won't say adopted. I'll go ahead and say pioneered the fanny pack lifestyle. Everybody knows I rock the pack. I keep you're a Taurus. You're, I, you're, you're, you've, you've been an American on the forefront of this movement, but. Well, that's, that's true. No, you're right. Forever. You're right. Uh, I just saying, I didn't see anybody walking around with a pack until I was doing it. The pack gets a lot of looks, but a lot of times I've just got the items in the pack and I don't necessarily need to be wearing the pack. Cause I'm just, I'm just grabbing it while I run in to pay for something. So what I'll do, oh, you have like a, like a satchel. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll take the pack and rather than use it in the, in the designed fashion, I'll just throw it right over the shoulder and cruise in, get my wallet, throw my phone in there, my keys, earbuds, all the above. And then I'll just zip. I'll have it right here, like kind of on my chest. I'll unzip it, get the wallet out, pay for the 12 pack or whatever, put it back in. I'm out again. So basically I'm kind of doing the Merce thing already you're living the merce lifestyle i kind of am i kind of am and the um my preferred brand of fanny pack bum bag bum bag actually makes these kind of merce ones that just that don't even do the fanny pack thing they actually just go around the shoulder i haven't moved up because i don't necessarily like the look of them which is important to me so i'll probably just stay fanny pack but i do affect the fanny pack much like these dudes do a Merce. So six of one, half dozen of another. I would say my thing, my my big thing, if you take out just rocking that look. Yeah, that's great. I don't like stuff. Neither do I. That's why you get the fanny pack because otherwise. Yeah, but you're, you're having something attached no, to you. No, it's in the pockets, Ed. The pockets, you got keys. But you that got has to strap around you. Receipts. It's all in the pockets. I just remove it from the pockets and keep it in a separate contained location. It's a game changer, especially you, a guy. Home wallet keys. Yeah, it's, 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 and I, I know I have to be extra careful because I'm about to go to Europe. It's teeming with pickpockets over there, teeming on public transportation. When I get to, when I get to like Florence, oh, I'm going to be in fucking trouble. Pickpockets everywhere. Uh, Ed, since we're here, we got a couple I, more stories. I know, I know. I, 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 it sounds like there's some activity in the studio. I might, yeah. Maybe we want to open it up. Somebody's here in the studio. Somebody that... Wait, wrong, wrong music. Somebody that everybody likes to hear from. She's here every week. She's telling us what's happening in the world of pop culture. She's doing some kind of a dance right now. It's kind of like the white man's overbite. She's got her hands and elbows out. It's a, she can there move a little go. bit. She's getting down to her porno music. 
Of course, I'm talking about everybody's favorite, Fancy Sauce. How are you doing, Fancy? Hi. Hey, hey. Hi, Ed. Hey. Hi, Brian. Welcome. We're just talking about hey, guys. Packs. I heard you. Yeah. You, I, I basically pioneered that look. Would you say? I mean, uh, yeah. I get that other yeah. people were doing it before me, but yeah. you didn't see a lot of them. Now you see it all the time. Yeah. True, true. I was an early adopter there. True, that. How's uh, it going, Ed? What's up? Uh, pretty good. We've got a couple to go. Yeah, let's hear um, it. Okay. So there was a orange bird that was rescued from the highway. Oh, a keet. Turned out. A parakeet. Turned out it was Japan. a seagull covered in curry. Ooh. <laughs> seagulls are, are trash. Yeah, trash. They're, sky garbage. They're the worst. They're the yeah. worst. Well, and, I yeah. live I live around a lot of pigeons. Also I would the say worst. seagulls seagulls are maybe a half of a centimeter higher on the food chain than the, the thing about pigeons is they fucking they roll in flocks. There's always a ton of them together. Uh, which true. is just And they're dis- real bold around yeah, here. Yeah. They're used to the hustle and bustle, so no, they'll get real close to your sandwich. No problem. Right yeah, disgusting. Well seagulls do the same shit they on do. beaches. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. They they come right up and take your yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. I had one I had one jack a sandwich out of my daughter's hand to just flop down there and just Stole it. Stole a fucking sandwich right away. Uh, you know what stole a sandwich out of my hand when I was a kid uh, uh, on a field trip? Uh, hold on. <laughs> a roo. No, it was a bird. An emu. Oh. Ugh. Americans like to say em- uh, emu. An emu. E- an emu. Oh, that's like an ostrich. Kind of. Wow. That's a big, that's a yeah. big uh, intruder. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some uh, prehistoric Australian bird that killed a guy. Dodo bird. No, it, it was no, those emu, are right? Extinct. No, it wasn't an emu. It's a uh, oh, cassowary. Cassowary. They're not extinct. No, the guy had a couple of them, didn't he? Yeah, he, he like fell into the pen and they was, just fucked him up. I think he was raising them for meat oh, or something, really? yeah. and they have a huge claw. They get aggressive. Yeah, and they weigh like seventy pounds. Now we I get know, one to guard our house. I outside. know for sure I could fuck one up if one wanted to step to me. I could mm. grab it by those legs and fucking <laughs> slam it on the ground and you'd be done. Mm. But this guy was an older guy. None of it like gets you right in the Adam's oh, yeah. apple first yes. with its feet. Yeah, it does have a claw. I I yeah. went on the record. I could kill two of them. Three would oh, be a yeah. tall order. Yeah, I could take two of them because the next. Are asking to be snapped. Yeah, it's true. You, well, you get a hold of one. Oh, we talked about this. You get a hold of one, you beat right. the other one with the one. Use one as a weapon against right. the other one. And think of how demoralizing that is. It is. It is. It really. It's like when. It's like when you're uh, stop hitting yourself when you grab the other dude by yeah. the hand and you start whacking him with his own hand. Stop hitting yourself. It's like that, <laughs> yeah. but with stop killing your to, own species. Yeah, to the dead, <laughs> to the death. Uh, well, the BMW billionaire heirs. Uh, they gave an interview to, I don't know, Bloomberg. Uh, they said their lives are harder than you think. They want they want people to know that. It's not just yachts. Um, I, you know, I think about that sometimes, how hard it must be to be a billionaire. It's billionaire probably, probably, with a B. It's probably, a B. it's probably so difficult. I do think about that sometimes, how um, I... Like I don't play the lottery, obviously, because it's stupid. But if I see, if I'm getting gas and I see that the Mega Millions is like $400 million, I'm like, well, I better, I should just go, I'm not going to win, but I'll just go put $2 on it because then I'm sort of in the game. But then I immediately- Gotta be in it to win it. But then I immediately, as soon as I buy a ticket, I feel like a huge loser. And then I'm like, 
it's it would be so embarrassing to win. Like you I'm, are a huge loser if you buy it. Yeah, no, I know it's stupid. I know it's stupid. Wait, why is it embarrassing to win? Because then people know you played the lottery, and then, then you're the type. Yeah, and then you have yeah, that's right. You're the type, and then you have the money. That is embarrassing. You, you I just wouldn't tell anybody. You ha- but people would find out. You have no, the, you say I inherited it. You can't because in California, they publish your public name. record. Yeah. yeah, but who's looking that up? People. People look Not it up. People that you know. Yes, they would Word find would out, get out, and it would be embarrassing. That's my point. If I found out, it yeah, would. It, I would be pretty bummed. I'd be embarrassed on your behalf. Yeah, you'd be would you me. rather be rich rather, or embarrassed? Yes, I'd rather have a four hundred million dollars, nah. but I would find a way to try to keep it a secret. Okay, good luck. I would attempt. Um, yeah, these BMW people. I feel no, nope. I don't. I don't deny when it, it does drive me nuts when like a rich person, uh, Kate Spade, kills herself, and people are like, "Why? She was rich." Now I get. That's so I get stupid. That. I get that's real dumb. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're a fucking billionaire, you deal with your problems on your own. Yeah. I mean, like you know, get a therapist and everything. But do not ever give an interview like these fuckers who are trying to make it seem like that. Totally. Hey, we we have some tough meetings we have to go to. Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Being a billionaire means like the the, the, the everyday problems that other people have. That's not that's not for you. Yeah, you You're, got you got your own problems. We understand. Everybody has problems. Money doesn't make your problems go away, but. My money, more problems. Those of us that without a billion dollars don't get, give interviews about how right. shitty our lives are. Like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, well, finally, uh, are you familiar with a Beijing bikini? You know what that is? I can't say that I do. No, I don't know. Is that the Beijing's very polluted and it's not near the ocean. So I don't know why you would need yeah. a bikini in Beijing. The denim one. Yeah. I had like black boogers. Oh, that's Canadian. I don't know. When I, oh, when yeah. Because the air is so dirty. China, I had some black boogers for like oh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. It can't be healthy. Uh, well, a Chinese city is banning men from giving themselves the so called Beijing bikini, which is when they lift their shirts up to cool off that boiler. That's Ooh. like the move because yeah. it's real hot there yeah. and they don't get out the AC yeah. in a lot of environments. So they, they let the boiler out and uh, they give themselves the Beijing bikini and it's becoming illegal. It's di- yeah. it's a different culture <laughs> over sure there is. in terms because oh, yeah. they'll the like old ladies love spitting on the sidewalk. Yeah, and they'll like trim their nails at a restaurant or like a lot of hawking loogies right at your yeah, feet. They'll like yeah. clean their ears like just right in front of you, like do mm-hmm. really disgusting things. A lot things. of flossing and picking yes, food out of their teeth. Yes, they do a lot teeth. of shit with their mouth. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Over there. Yeah. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. I, so I support this. I support this and Chinese I, city. And I, I have been to China, so yeah. I also know. First well, experience. I've, only, I've been to Chinese airports, and that's enough for me. <laughs> well, I, I, I've been to uh, – I actually haven't been to Beijing. I've been to Shanghai, and it, it's a I little went. bit like – Mm-hmm. A little bit like coming to America with McDowell's. There's a lot of things that look like American companies yeah. that are just a little bit off. A bo- lot of McDowell's out there. Yeah, they have bootleg Apple stores. They have a, like everything. Apple like store. Hair. Yeah, with <laughs> fake, like all kinds of stuff. With fake iPhones in it in a fake Apple store. It's crazy. There, there, are, there are, and and uh, my I have a buddy from Pittsburgh. 
And they also operate the same way where they had a 7-Eleven and it looked exactly like the label and it said seven days. (laughs) And then... Then we also went to a place that looked like a Hooters, and it was called Booters. Oh, no. Is that legal? <laughs> Bootleg well, Hooters. I, Pittsburgh, I guess Pittsburgh operates a little bit yeah, like as Shanghai. Well, it's very close to West Virginia. Uh, okay, quick email. Good city, though. Great city. It is a great city. Yeah, it's so, like the future. It's crazy. No, Pittsburgh. No, I don't know about Pittsburgh. Right, yeah, I wouldn't I'm call like, that the the future, but it's still a fun city. They have a great ballpark. I'm still talking about Shanghai. I know. They have Sorry. a great ballpark in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I would like to go to it. Sup, ballers and Kate. Sincerely feel bad for Dog the Bounty Hunter losing his wife. Oh, I know. Very sad. sad. I cannot Heather. imagine what he's going through and condolences to him. Quick story about Beth. Apparently that's his wife. Oh. As she and Dwayne were in the Sky oh, Club yeah. a few years ago. This is from David Bray. And made the only request I've ever heard like this to a coworker. They were already booked in first class to Hawaii, but wanted to be closer to the front of the plane and first away from the quote, regular people. Mm. At first, my friend had no clue what she meant, then figured out they truly didn't want to be near anyone in coach. This laughable request I mean, I, I can was denied, and <laughs> she persisted at the gate using the same exact terminology. My gate friend said to her, it's so it's full, so she persisted on the plane. Some guy finally said, lady, I have zero clue who you are, but we all want to leave. I'll switch seats with one of you. True story about the Chapmans and, quote, regular people. (laughs) Maybe this doesn't sound as bad to you as it did to all of us, but I thought I should share. That's pretty good. Take care, all. That is from David Uh, in Salt Lake. I I appreciate that email. Yes, You know what? Again, we're not wishing death on anybody. No. But that story and the fact that there were multiple stories about this guy being an overt racist. Yeah, he was – he, I mean, fuck. There's dog the bounty hunter. I I don't want anyone to lose their wife, no, but like he no. he's a piece of shit. No. That behavior is piece of shit. Totally behavior. agree. Also, his career is bounty hunter, <laughs> and he has a bleach ponytail. Like I like that he think that they think that they're not regular yeah, people. <laughs> he wears fingerless gloves. He I mean, wears- if you if without knowing who he is. <laughs> Yeah. If somebody put you next to him on an airplane, you'd be like, Jesus. Can I move? Like, can we do something here? Because this is disgusting. He lo- 100%. He looks like he's got yeah. body odor. Like, he's got he's yeah, got he a looks sleeveless. Like he smells terrible. Yeah, he's got a leather vest on. Unbelievable. Also, dog. Also goes by dog. All I need is Takashi 69. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Are you What's- guys familiar with the Instagram cosplay star Belle Delphine? She has almost 4 million followers. I can't say I'm one of the 4 million. You should look her up. Look her Belle, up right Belle, Delphine. Belle Delphine. 
NSFW Instagram cosplay star. Oh my God. Just want you to know that she's real popular. Oh, she looks like um, she looks like a child in in lots of heavy filters. So mm-hmm. has she been shadow banned? Because I don't. I've typed in her name and I D E L P H I N E. Yeah. Yep. B E L L E. Yep. D L. She looks twelve. Uh, what's going on with her, Kate? Bella um, Delphine. I love. She Bella. decided to sell her used bathwater for thirty dollars a uh, bottle oh, on her uh, online store. It's Belle dot Delphine. And they sold out within three days. Oh my god, you guys are fucking disgusting. So gross. There has to be a bottom somewhere. There has to be. There has yeah. to be. Yep. What? When are we gonna hit it? We're. Oh, I don't know. What? What weird. It's, it's so. And she looks fucking 12. She's I know. clowning you guys. What weird item do I sell next? Patreon.com slash Belle Delphine. This is what we got. We should do this on our Patreon. What do you guys want to I guess her whole deal is she like wears very little clothing and makes a he, a he go. I don't know how you say it. A H E G a o facial expressions i don't know what that means either some type of way to describe some facial expressions that are often used in um japanese anime and manga pornography she has i mean that's the thing japanese dudes are into some shit if this if this photo gets one million likes i'll actually make a Pornhub account the time has officially come well it's got 1.94 million likes. and so instead of posting anything sexual she posted bizarre videos of herself stroking stuffed toy cockerels and eating a picture of pewdiepie i hate this (laughs) what is what is what is going on here i don't know is the world I'm, i'm looking at her instagram and yeah is this guess, a, is the world is it ending? A filter? No, no, no. Is it filtered that it makes those know. like giant eyes? Kind of is that the Japanese thing? That yeah, is, maybe. I don't know. And she wears uh, like pasties, but it's none of these pictures are sexy. Even though she's not wearing much, and she's you know, I mean, good enough looking, but like yeah. it's it's not sexual. It feels feels awful watching this. Who's buying this stuff? You guys oh, are. She's wearing elfy ears. Like, weir- ah. like weirdo yeah. gamer boys. Oh yes, this is so gross, disgusting. Okay, move on. We got to get our kid off video games. He's probably I follows her. her. Can you check? Oh, my he did. He does. Like this is gonna be the step along the way. Yeah, yeah. He's way into video games. Same. He's not same, buddy. This is a problem. Yeah, Do we, we have the same. We have the same issue. Yeah. Um. Okay. So actor Kip Pardue. He was in Remember the Titans. He was the quarterback. Good-looking guy. Yeah. Um, he is has been pulling a Louis C.K. What? Masturbating oh. in front of oh. co-stars. Um, SAG, the Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild. Union in Hollywood has yeah. fined him $6,000 after he was found guilty of Serious misconduct for allegedly masturbating in front of a horrified female co-star what? in a merch Sunday, and this is not the first time that Whoa, this has happened. No. Can you rem- can you imagine making the decision that you would go into a room alone with a guy named Kip? It's crazy. It's crazy. I believe he used to be um, in a relationship with Rose McGowan. Sounds about right. Yeah. Another actress, Andrea Bogart, gave an affidavit to the panel claiming that Pardue 
left her in utter shock when he masturbated in front of her, too, after a scene for TV's Ray Donovan in 2014. So um, stay away from Kit Pardue. Don't do scenes. Definitely don't find yourself alone in a trailer with Kit Pardue because he's going to masturbate at you. Yeah. But forget Kip. It's <laughs> it's gonna be hard for him to find work after this, I imagine. And he's got a real sad sack face. Mm-hmm, yeah, he sure does. like you know, he's re- he looks, you know, he's like punching bitch face. He he he's got the resting punchable face. Yeah, he looks very punchable. He also, um, before he masturbated in front of this actress Sarah Scott, thirty five, she said they were on the set of a made for TV movie last May. Um. And they were under the covers, and she, I think, just had on nipple pasties wow. and underwear. Stop and it. he moved her hand onto his aroused crotch. Wow. <laughs> it's such a high school move. Uh, I mean, he obviously has some um, impulse issues. Yes, I'll say he likes so. he likes it when you her. don't like it. Yeah, if you don't like it, sexual discomfort. He likes it. Okay. Uh, yes, what else? So. What was this Sarah Scott in? Um, she's she was in Arrested Development for a couple episodes. Yeah, she's very skinny. She's attractive. Yeah. Uh, not unattractive. She's not really my... Oh, Rizzoli and Isles, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was the voice in the Pimp My Ride video game. Oh, oh that's probably where you know her from. Days of Our Lives. Oh, she was on True Blood one episode. I think she's one of those yeah. people that yeah. has floated in enough things that you've kind of seen her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. not anything you would know her from. She works. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? I don't know if you remember this. In 2018, Barbara Streisand um, cloned her dog. She's cloned it a bunch of times. Miss Scarlet and yeah. Miss Violet. This woman's insane. They, she cloned both her dogs, yeah. Miss Scarlet and Miss Violet, from her dog, Samantha. Who yes. she had had for 14 years and yes. died, and she wanted to keep a bit of Sammy alive, yeah. so she, she did it by cloning her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she's got three of these dogs. They're Caton de Tulier. Oh, I hate Some them. weird breed, French breed. Yes. Um, Miss Scarlet, Miss Violet, and Fanny, and she won't go anywhere without them, including traveling um, with them. She, she, she flies them over for her tours. She flew them she over tours? to her. London British Summertime Concert on Sunday, um, where the dogs have free reign to run oh, around backstage in her dressing room. Um, they have a nanny. They have a dedicated VIP escort. But um, she brings them on stage and is very obsessed with these dogs. It, People are I, so I have, a, I have a, a legitimate question. Yeah. Is she famous for acting or singing? What What is the big? I, I think I it's a bit of both. Yeah, and I don't get it with her at all. I never. I'm just and I say understand that. it. It took place. I've years never. She before. had some. Pre- she was. Fa- I feel like she was famous like for singing first. Gentle. Yeah, yeah. She was a singer. I remember she had an album that came out in the early. I want to say early eighties. Yes. Um, I was very little, of course, and you were just a I remember infant. my parents playing it. Yeah. a lot. I feel like my grandma was into her. Yeah. I feel like my grandma was into her. I don't like, I never have got it. She's not cute. I don't think it's uh, of our generation. She was never cute. I know she like was the first 
I think she was like the first female director nominated for Academy Award. Maybe. The, uh, that that concert right. that she it. was at, that's a big deal because I've been there like around July 4th. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's yeah. some other British holiday going on. Then they always have a, like a big concert in Hyde Park. Yeah. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And one year I went and it was it was great. It was supposed to be Elton John. Yeah. Just because it was something to do. And I was like, I'll check out Elton John at Hyde course, Park. It seems like a very yeah. British thing to do. Well, he, he had one of his illnesses. Uh-oh, uh, and so they go, we're going to refund you the uh, the money for the ticket. But instead, he's going to be replaced by uh, Ray Davies from the Kinks and Elvis Costello. I got a free concert of Elvis oh, Costello nice. and Ray Davies. That's very cool. Sweet. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm into that. Very uh, cool. Well, if, if you make it over there quick. Ed, you can see Babs in concert. And her, and her shitty dogs. And her clone dogs. Okay. And they must be all fucked up, like a copy yeah, of a copy. Of course. Of course. Like multiplicity. Yeah. Yeah. It never works out. Okay. Uh, yes. I can't believe I'm going to read this next story, but here we go. Uh-oh. Julianne Hoff. Huff. Huff. She was a, she was a, a contest. She was like one of the dancers on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. And then she graduated to be a judge. I don't know. Is that right? You've, I think you, so. You lost me. I don't understand. That. Sorry, America's Got Talent. She became a judge on America's Got Talent. Oh. I don't understand why she has a career. Me either. I don't get it. I hate it when we make people like her Shh. famous. The only dancer I want to have a career is J-Lo. She's married to she someone called ass. Brooks Leish. Is he like a hockey player or something? I think he's a Washington Capitals guy. They all marry hockey players. So he's she's 30. He's 36. They they found some sex therapists online. Oh my god. And Uh-oh. they did um they took the 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 this therapist sexual capability yeah. test oh, Cosmopolitan to create magazine. quote unquote erotic blueprints, she said. What? When I took the test, I realized that there were certain things that gave me connection and intimacy that were different than what gave Brooks connection and intimacy. Duh. So we like learned each other's love language. Oh my God. <laughs> so we could better please oh, each other oh sexually. Oh <laughs> my God. This is. I mean, this is something she's. I guess this guy has a podcast and she no, went on it and he. She, oh. And they talked. I got about, some breaking And they news. talked about this. What's, what's, so he is a hockey player. He. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not sure yeah. what's his love language. He likes to get pegged. I'm, I oh know. my God. Kate. I don't know. What is wrong with up. you? What is wrong know. with you? Anyway. Uh, she sounds frigid. She sounds like. Yeah. Uh, what's the breaking news? I got some breaking news that won't be breaking by the time the podcast drops. Yeah, somebody died. Rip to rip, rip torn. Larry Sanders show. Oh, he, oh. oh, he was a real booze hound. Huh. Rip torn. I mean, yeah, he was playing actor. with borrowed time, but yeah. fantastic actor. Really good actor. A lot of iconic performances by old Rip Torn. R.I.P. And great name, Rip Torn. Rip. Yeah, torn. I'm guessing that wasn't his what? Christian name. What? It's a made up name. What? Tell you who else has a made up name? Kevin Spacey. Oh. Real name Kevin Fowler. Is that true? I think that his Fowler. case is going to get dismissed. So of he's it is. like in court. Yep. Um, somewhere like New Hampshire I think somewhere. It's Connecticut. Um, and Boston maybe. Yeah. Some kid that Some says that he town. like groped him after he was plied with with 
drinks at a Nantucket bar when he was 18. And apparently this guy's deleted a bunch of very incriminating texts and videos from his phone where he was probably, you know, sending dick pics to Kevin Fowler. Yeah. Spacey. He's, anyway, no. I, the, the case might get dismissed. He was texting his girlfriend about how funny it was that oh, Kevin that Spacey happened? was like trying to grab his dick and trying to hook up with him. And, and then decided to go the victim route. Right. And then years later after, look, and I'd, I'd say the same thing about old Terry Crews and anybody that's like, you're not, you're a man unless you're being forcibly held down and f- sodomized. Like, just say no thanks and fucking push the dude away and you're going to be fine. Like, no. Yes. You just, no. He comes up there Hang and on a second. squeezes your dick if, a little bit. Just shoo him away. Well, in, in the Kevin Spacey situation, but when you threw in Terry Crews, yeah. that had to do with a producer and your career. Like, that's, that's some of the same bullshit it, that – it was a drunk I, guy that grabbed his dick and he was, and he waited and he was a big fucking baby about it. And I, it, it doesn't have anything to do with, I think the guy was an agent. Like not, and not, it, nobody, n- nobody that was uh, a party to what happened thought it was a big deal. And you, at some point you just got to stand up for yourself. Hey, so on the don't stand, grab my dick, this guy, um, Initially denied deleting texts and Snapchat messages that might show he consented to the House of Cards star groping him. Yes. In the 20, in 2016. Um, he grew flustered when pressed about the inconsistencies in the phone messages he gave to the cops and finally pleaded the fifth to avoid self-incrimination yes. over what happened. Whatever happened, it's to not the now suable. Phone. You're not a chick. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of Kevin Spacey going to jail because I paid to see the movie uh, Pay It Forward. So... Anything that happens after that point, I'm fine with jail time. Totally. But I'm just saying, there's some inappropriate shit. This, I don't know. Yeah, you can fling him away, but if he's if he's grabbing somebody's dick yes. because he's Kevin Spacey, yeah. he shouldn't get away with it. it no, I agree. If it's, if it's an underage kid or somebody that's not in a position to defend themselves, but if it's right. if a drunk guy, whoever the fuck they are, tries to grab your dick and you can just fling them off of you and say, stop it. You can't. And it just because they're famous, if this, if this guy was the fucking bartender at the bar or some guy that worked at a gas station and he grabbed your dick, you, it would just end that minute. That's all I'm saying. You both have, but also if Kevin Spacey fucks with some kids or something, then yes, of course, put him in fucking jail. Of course. And also, American Beauty, in hindsight, it's a pretty shitty movie. Thought it was good. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, doesn't hold up. Yeah, and and I and to take a a sexist approach, is is that the one that's the the enticing one? The the least attractive one from American Pie is going to be the one that he's going to throw it all away for. Mina Suvari, she had a thing. Because she was she was kind of unfortunate looking that kind of made her sort of cute. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. She's she's odd looking, very. Wouldn't win any beauty contests. No, I get what you're saying. I don't. I do agree with you. But also that big bibs. Yeah, there's something that's there's something about her. Big bibs. Yeah. 
Just kidding. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, I think I talked about how Chris Kattan from SNL had like um, he released an autobiography called yes. "Baby Don't Hurt Again. Me." He was for, oh, I was forced to fuck right. the director. Amy Herkerling, yes. she director of an, oh, A Night at the Roxbury and Clueless and um, probably other, you know, iconic 90s movies. Yeah, she directed And that. she is blown European this off. Vacation and Fast Times. Yes, Fast Times. Are so when asked about Catan's book in this Daily Beast interview, interview published Sunday, um, Herkerling scoffed. She said, ugh, I didn't read it. He's a nut. You know, I don't comment about that because basically – I have no interest in helping his book sales. I don't even want to know or hear the dumb shit he came up with. Um, pressed on the claim, she said, no, I have nothing to say about him or his idiot book. Yes. I love Good for her. Um, an SNL spokesperson previously denied Catan's claims to the Post saying this did not happen. Um, so he does sound like a nut. Um, a little off. I, be- Catan. I believe. Oh, I believe that Amy Hackerling also directed um, the decline of Western civilization, part one and one and two, which mm. are fantastic documentaries, mm. especially part two. And also, um, didn't she direct? And this is what she needs to answer for. She directed the movie Clueless. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Clueless, <laughs> which is a feather in her cap. It's a terrible movie. It's a bad movie. Oh, and I like Clueless. In the movie Clueless, <laughs> the high school, the star of the movie. Cher is in high school and the movie ends up with her hooking up with her adult stepbrother and it, no Brother. one thinks that's weird. Yeah, but it's 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 Paul Rudd. He was an adult right. and he was her but stepbrother. But he was a waste he was a waste of a Paul like, Rudd because at that point I found him to be super annoying yes. and who knew he was a treasure. Yes, he's the best. And she didn't even use Paul Rudd properly. He's the best. If Paul Rudd was my stepbrother. Right, exactly. Yes. You would bang Paul Rudd. We, no, get it. We, we'd be I'd in a full blown relationship. But you'd wait. Yeah, but I'm you, definitely doing. You would. You would wait till it was age appropriate. I assume Maybe. you definitely wouldn't write a movie where the seventeen year old lead fucks her adult stepbrother. It's very it's weird, very, and no one will very, talk about it. It is very weird. Okay, is that it? And Kate? it's just not a good movie. It's just not entertaining. No, at all. It sucks. That's it. Okay. Excellent job, all the uh, and R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. By the way. Oh yeah, chubby Brittany Murphy. Yeah, I'm sad. Uh, okay, for Kate McManus for Ed Daly, this has been episode number two hundred seventy-six of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Two million. We will see you next week. Bye guys. Goodbye. The lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week In sports and culture and whatever Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud comers, conductors, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller